0: listening to the regular show with your host Greg boyer what is up everybody it is episode 65 we're getting really close to the good episode so cool but um, you know, for now, for the next month, we'll we'll have the other sixty numbered episodes. Um, today, I have a very special guest with me. You know him from the Twilight Zone episode, which was our record-breaking longest episode ever. Which uh, go check that one out if you haven't listened to it. And we also did our top ten favorite video games way back when, like a year ago. But I don't I, happens, yeah, man, time flies when you're having fun which we've had so much fun this last year.
1: sincerely sorry uh, if you did listen to the Twilight Zone episode having to listen to my horrid voice for that long. Oh, no. People love
0: Jeremy's <laughs> voice. Um don't know why. Uh, it's It's like velvet butter, man.
1: I, or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, folks, if you haven't uh, surmised it or if you didn't look at the... Um, episode details when you clicked on it we have jeremy young with us so friend of the show and uh, today we have a very special episode something that you and i both know really well um it's always sunny in philadelphia and we're going to be ranking our favorite characters from it's always sunny in philadelphia uh jeremy uh do you have any uh anything you want to say about it's always sunny in philadelphia
1: I mean, so much. There's there's how many seasons now?
0: Um, we um, are on season 14, I 14? think, or 15, coming up.
1: I, my God, there's so much to be said about it, but it is such a fantastic show. I, I was just talking to um, also a friend of the show, Brendan, right before this started recording. Um, the The level of the world building for a comedy show is fantastic. There's... There's so few characters who don't end up coming back at some point. Um, but it's still always a surprise. And it's just fantastic. I love it.
0: Yeah, we really get spoiled with the um, friggin' the funniest shit on this show. Um, everybody is like almost, well, not crazy, but they're definitely amplified... Um, versions of people I'd say like it, most people don't act like
1: this it definitely has a quality of um, being like a show about the shittiest people the shittiest craziest people you can imagine um, in just the most ludicrous situations and it's fantastic
0: yeah they just They've done, I don't want to say everything, because they haven't done everything yet. But it almost feels like, it's like, holy shit, how are they still going?
1: And they still are hilarious, and I, I don't, it's fantastic writing. They, they really, um, it's impressive how much they managed to just keep going and not get insanely stale or rely purely on in jokes or anything like that it's it's great
0: yeah and uh, what an incredibly talented group of writers um, like I don't remember watching a sitcom that has made me laugh harder um, than It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia
1: even after watching the same episode like six plus times it's still funny every time yeah. Um, it's great. And I keep saying it's great, but, you know, I'm not wrong.
0: It is great. I, you know, before we get into the ranking, which I know everybody's uh, chomping at the bit for, um, Jeremy, how did you discover It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: Uh, Keith Jackson. He uh, he introduced me to it, and I don't remember what episode. He might have just started at the beginning and just started going, which was, um, man. Even a, it was a strong start; like it, it started off strong and has only got better. Um, but yeah, I think I think he just started me off at one. and was like, "You got to watch this show. It's it's something."
0: And he wasn't wrong. It, it is a show that you have to watch. Um, not you specifically, just people. I like, mean, also me. But also you, yeah. You you know, it's a need. Like water and oxygen and food, um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, If you guys are playing a drinking game and taking a drink every time I say it's always sunny in Philadelphia, please stop because you're probably going to die by the end of the episode if you keep up. Um, So that's a warning. And I do apologize in advance. Uh, I should probably just start abbreviating it. Because people know what we're talking about by this point. They looked at the episode details like, I don't know what they're talking about.
1: No, I'm kidding. Every,
0: everybody knows. The Greg had to know.
1: What's that show?
0: What's that show again? Um, and of course, as everybody knows, I'm just making blind assumptions, uh, Frank the not even show up till season two. Uh, Danny DeVito, who, um, you know, a lot of people say he saved the show, uh, which, you know, I don't know. He was, he's probably the best addition that they could have gotten. I
1: can't imagine the show without him, um, but I think it would still be a solid show.
0: Yeah, that those first seven or, I think there were seven episodes um, are fucking fantastic. They're, they're funny shit. But, uh... You know, I think that when I started watching it, it would have been 20, 2012. Right after I graduated from high school. So I missed out on like the first six years It being fresh um, And new Like um, I started watching it And I just fell in love immediately um, It's a very quotable show uh, Every character is very dynamic And you really don't forget them
1: uh, Nope <laughs> You definitely do
0: not and uh, that, you know, brings us to our, our list, because I feel like... Um
1: Actually, I, I feel like I have to point... It. Now, all I'm thinking about is the episode where they they do a podcast, and they're doing the weird sound effects. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, my God, if they were, if they were listening to this, they'd be like, <laughs> look at these assholes. Right. So, uh, yes, I am an asshole. You're correct. And sorry, it's kind of on the nose, but...
0: Yeah, well no, the, the fact that there's an episode where they do a podcast, uh whose idea is that Frank's or Max? I don't
1: remember. I thought it was Dennis. Maybe Dennis. Yeah,
0: shit. Uh, I gotta watch that episode again. That's a fantastic episode.
1: You should have watched it right before this.
0: I know. I'm I'm a dumbass. Oh well. But the Greg has already know that.
1: We'll watch it right after instead.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Y'all do that too.
0: Yeah, if you guys are listening to this in real time, yeah. Go watch. Uh, go watch the podcast episode if it's always fun. Um, Jeremy, in the spirit of the regular show, I always like to let my guests um throw their honorable mentions out first. So, uh, we'll continue that tradition. Um, before we jump in, are there any characters that you just like can't stand or despise?
1: There aren't. Um, which is kind of saying something. Uh. I mean, you know, there's there's the the kind of villainous characters who are opposed to our um, protagonists, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, for the 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 main scumbags, um, but they're all entertaining. So even the ones you you're like screw that guy, it's still. You'll love seeing them show up. The the McPoyles, I think. of They're just... Every episode they're in, they're so gross and creepy and you're like... Yeah, go away. But also... They're just so weird. And it's fantastic. um, How friggin' strange they are. But like, casually strange. Where it doesn't come off as forced. It just looks like really friggin weird people
2: right
0: uh oh god we'll, we'll get there we will get there with the mcpoils um, <laughs> let's let's jump you do 15 through 11 then i'll do 15 through 11 then we'll go 10 10 9 9 8, 8 and so on and so forth
1: sounds good so my number 15 in uh i i feel like you would uh, never guess this because it is an extraordinarily random one from actually an episode you had me watch recently because I, I was up to date for the longest time um, and then I've kind of fallen behind and now I'm working on catching up on all the seasons. Uh, this was a show that I would um, start on season one, watch everything that was out at the time, and then the second I had caught up, I would go right back to the first episode of the first season and watch it straight through again. And I did that, you know, three, four times. Um, But this is a very biased choice. You'll probably get why. But number 15 is Scott Bakula. Yeah! uh, Scott Bakula. I love it. I was a... I still am a huge fan of the show Quantum Leap. I loved watching it when I was a little kid. I loved Sam Beckett. Um, He is like a hero to me. And so seeing Scott Bakula as Scott Bakula, but also kind of maybe Sam Beckett in the episode, was so friggin' weird. And it was such a weirdly random like shout out cameo it just caught me off guard but i was so pumped about it um
0: and that was in the uh, gang turns black episode
1: yes and i i mean it's perfect it was it was just great seeing him pop up again um especially with the the quantum leap it, Quantum Leap episode, The Color of Truth, if I remember it's called, uh, was one of my favorites, um, and then when I rewatched the the series, it was still one of my favorites, um, so that was just weirdly on the nose to me, uh, personally, um, yeah.
0: And he sings a song about, like, being stuck, being a janitor, yeah, and how does he make the next leap, the one home, um, funny shit,
1: yeah stuff. And then my 14 is uh, Rex. Rex is basically he is the epitome of one of those characters uh, who showed up once and I was like he's a weird dude. He's just random muscly dude who shows up and he's kind of funny and weird and it plays into Max whole thing. Um and then it's like okay yeah he was he was great you're never gonna see him again and then you do um and that was it was that weird consistency of their world building i i guess it, it it is world building um
0: right he's in like five different episodes
1: yeah and i thought that was great and actually one of the more recent episodes we watched he's still in there and i'm like no no way uh that's pretty neat. Thank oh you. yeah.
0: Mac calls him a quality lay, <laughs> uh, and and D bangs him, and uh, yeah, I, I love it. There's this whole wiki page, and uh, it tells every you know shows everything. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> yep, but, bangs. That's good
0: stuff. Yeah, that's he's a quality uh, quality character like that. I don't like anytime I see him. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He's there. But,
1: yeah. um, I feel like he, there's probably times because a lot of the, the recurring characters it's like, you know, a guy who stands in the background <laughs> but he's always kind of there and right. it's always the same dude and you're like, wait oh, Shit, that's there. him from the other one huh? He's the, Yeah, he's the guy who stands in the background and doesn't do anything in this episode too but Rex, you know, obviously does do stuff Right um, Along with number 13 Artemis
0: oh my god I love Artemis so
1: I, I love her weird like
0: Artemis Dubois
1: horoscope um, crystal magic kind of vibe um, but also the fact <laughs> I love all the times that uh, her and Frank are just absolutely disgusting with each other it kills me. Um, I mean, you know, Frank is just a gross man in general, but they really managed to to make some perfectly cringy moments. Um,
0: when they're banging in the dumpster, yeah, that, on the Halloween episode. That was the main one I
1: was thinking.
0: <laughs> when uh, Frank is Spider Man, um, or the Man Spider,
1: yeah, which was. A- fantastic costume but um she's in
0: everything she she is in so much um that she's like it's funny you don't see her much in the later episodes which is kind of crazy cause uh she's so damn funny
1: yeah I do like seeing her when she's on that's uh, there's always gonna be some I would say weird shit but that doesn't really narrow down weird shit going on when she shows up. Right. And probably with Frank who is like king of weird shit.
0: Yeah. He's always getting into that weird shit. But, um, what, what's your favorite Artemis uh, episode?
1: Probably
0: that one. Probably the Halloween one. Yeah. Uh, the friggin... I, I really love the one where, um, being Frank, where Frank is, uh, it's the POV.
1: I was just gonna say that that, that would probably be my second, because I, I just saw that one last week, I think.
0: Right, and he it, takes a bunch of shit.
1: That one was, that was a killer one, too. He's. It's a, definitely between those two. Um, tough call.
0: But Yeah, she's, she's a funny lady and uh, she was on this show called Another Period um, for a few episodes. But um, her character ended up getting played by another actress, or two or three, actually. Um, and I think that was one of the gags, or at least it was by the end of it, because at first I was like, what happened to Artemis? She was great, but then, yeah.
1: All right, and then... Uh my 12 and 11 kind of go together. Um, actually, they they literally do. Uh, they live together. Um, Charlie's mom and Max's mom. Um, I I did put them in an order. I, I ranked uh, Charlie's mom above uh, um, at 12 and Max's mom at 11. But they're they're really equal, and you can't. They're fantastic together. Um, I love how much of a character Max mom manages to be while saying essentially nothing and, and doing very little other than just chain smoking. Um, <laughs> and, and
0: muttering to herself.
1: Yeah. And then Charlie's mom is hilarious as just this it's like a very odd couple thing but but then it's funny because she's a neurotic mess and also uh, banging literally everyone on the planet. Right. Um, which is probably one of my favorite scenes is when um, uh, Charlie jumps the mall Santa and is asking him if he fucked his mom. <laughs> <And Right. laughs> that scene is just... The weirdest shit. I feel like that would be a great scene if someone had never seen it to just show them that part with zero context where they'd be like, what in the actual hell is this show about? Right. Um, and that was the Christmas episode. Yeah. And. But I I love that they, they have this. They had this thing where they start living together and that's just an entire. <laughs> Friggin' thing! Oh my god!
0: Yeah, that and that's a, the setup for Old Lady House. A yes.
1: sitcom. But they kill me. They they are great, and I love seeing them whenever they show up as well. I'm the those. They're just so perfectly like they play off each other so well, even though, as mentioned before, Maximum is just uh, chain smoking and mumbling. It's kind of impressive, actually. Right,
0: <laughs> that, thats that's the character traits, but she does it so well. Um, the actress who plays Max mom, who's also Napoleon Dynamite's grandma.
1: I always forget that
0: and Napoleon Dynamite. Um, so that was twelve and
1: uh, thirteen and twelve. Uh, let Oh, nope. 12 and 11. That was 12 and
0: 11. Shit, that's alrighty. So, we'll get into it. Um, my number 15 is Gail the Snail. Um, Gail the Snail is Dennis and Dee's cousin. And Frank's niece. Um, she is like, you know, according to everybody on the show, she's the worst character. Um... She showed up in season five. Um, they, you know, we meet her at, at the f- her dad's funeral. And uh, she's just always, like, always doing gross shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when Dennis and Dee were kids, they would throw salt at her. They would salt the snail. Um, and she would always, like, she would just cling she was very clingy she'd cling to Dennis and Dean like, you know get away go away and so and it's great because as adults they friggin they're still throwing salt at her to like keep her away um she shows up in a few episodes but uh she's great um she was in the the Frank intervention episode which god you ever see that one where Frank like the gang gives Frank an intervention and um, they bring the arbiter and, uh, Frank friggin' figures out what they're doing he pulls out his gun. Yes. And, and all they do, they're like, uh, they just start screaming at him. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's, I, I think that's how the show Intervention goes. <laughs>
2: intervention, Intervention!
0: Oh, God. But, um, yeah, and then in one episode she friggin' tries to date Frank and it's like, what the fuck?
1: Mm-hmm. You're just mashing it,
0: man. That's the intervention episode, I think. But, um, yeah. God damn it. What a funny, friggin' uh, show. Um, and then, let's hear here. My number 14 uh, Wally, um, who literally just shows up one time. Um, and Wally is, is this one off character who um, ends up being Mac and Dennis's neighbor. When they move to the suburbs, uh, and if oh you, him right, he's always like, "Oh, it's a hot one, isn't it?" And it drive his name is Wally Schmidt, and uh, he drives Dennis insane, um, just to the point like that. Uh, Dennis has this whole friggin' daydream where he strips naked and just screams in Wally's face. But you see him at least three or four times throughout the episode. And he's just, you know, some friendly guy trying to, you know, introduce himself to his new neighbors.
1: Just small talk?
0: Yeah. Just, you know, small talk. He seems to always, uh, like, be getting home or, like, you know, checking his mail or doing some yard work when what Dennis is, gets is home.
1: Watering his lawn or something like
0: that. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, oh, it's a hot one today. And, you know, it just drives Dennis to the point of fucking insanity.
1: Oh, it's a hot one. That's, I, a, that's why Grep's a fire poker later, isn't it? Right. Because he hears something and he thinks that it's Wally. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> uh, Charlie and Dee and Frank show up to congratulate Dennis and Mac on their uh, one month that they made it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, With the famous uh, newsflash asshole scene. <laughs> right. Kills oh,
0: me. man. Um, if you guys have not seen Mac and Dennis move to the suburbs... It is, if it's not the best It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode, it's easily the top three,
1: I'd say. You know, we we could do a uh, It's Always Sunny part two and do our top Oh yeah. episodes. I, I
0: definitely plan on doing that. Um, so
1: that's, that would definitely be on that list.
0: That's going to be an easy, yeah. That, well, it's not going to be easy. This show is very hard to rank, oh, no. but
1: God, I, that's going to be a painful list to make because I... It won't be... That that would be my uh, 15 favorite episodes, not my...
0: Uh, well, you know, they're going to have... Um, there's
1: just ones you like more, not ones you like less, if that makes any sense. I, feel like.
0: I was going to say, I, I think we could probably rank uh, Rank the episodes by threes. If you want to go, you know, th- seasons 1 through 3, 4 through 6, 7 through 9, stuff like that.
1: Ooh, that would make it significantly less... Um, painful. Yeah. To try
0: and do. And it's all, you know, it's more content. Which, yeah. Which I love more content. Um, always more options. And that way, yeah, when, when you get through your list, you're not like, fuck, I left it out. Yep. Because it's a lot easier to forget an episode when you go through a hundred of them. Oh, God, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I definitely look forward to doing that with uh, you soon, because that, that's gonna, like, just re-watching these episodes and Figuring out, oh man, which one is the best? Um, it's a lot easier to do it season by, or you know, the seasons by the seasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that was my number fourteen. Uh, up next is the Maniac, played by the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper, and uh, the Maniac was a uh, he was a professional wrestler. Who like he needs he needs the money? Uh so, I, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No, 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 no. He was just,
1: just kidding. <laughs> RIP, please.
0: Yeah, um, he was in two episodes. He was in the gang wrestles for the troops and Mac and Dennis buy a timeshare, which are both phenomenal episodes. Um, and he's just friggin' like he he's unstable. Uh, he's a little uh, you know out of his head um
1: understatement but yes
0: (laughs) they they hire him for like $15 and uh you know he he implies that he killed his kids and all this stuff um
1: he doesn't what's up uh, you know what I thought was interesting about him as I I read a thing about Sandman and after ECW how you just go to bars drink get a huge cab fight people in the alley to make them pay for his cab and then just keep doing that and that's just what he did and I feel like they had to have at least partly based his character on that right.
0: and what I love is um, after they pay the guy um, his catchphrase is the maniac loves you," <laughs> but um, he ends up getting arrested for not paying his parking tickets so he doesn't even get to wrestle the show and the guys have to uh, friggin' go out and figure it out on their own where um, they end up beating the shit out of Cricket or Frank comes out or something. I don't know. It's a whole it's a whole clusterfuck, but it's a phenomenal episode.
1: The, the trash man. The trash man. I eat trash. <laughs> oh,
0: man. What a great friggin' episode. That's one of my favorites. Um, and then he shows up a few seasons later where he... Uh, He's part of this pyramid scheme that uh, Dee and Charlie um, end up, like, going to in uh, Mac and Dennis by Timeshare. And um, it's just fantastic. <laughs> he, uh, he ends up going crazy again. And, um,
1: Is that the inverted triangle thing? Yeah, in Vigoron. It's, it's not a pyramid scheme, it's an inverted triangle, and then Frank just... Flips the thing upside down and they're like, oh.
0: But uh, yeah, yeah, I, my my favorite uh, maniac line is sometimes loud noises make the squirrels go in my head.
2: <laughs> but
0: um, yeah, he's he's been f- fantastic and Rowdy Piper, what a great actor, you know. Uh, he was a fantastic wrestler and a freaking great promo, but um, he, he could act. He, he could act. Uh, Go watch They Live if you haven't seen that. That's a phenomenal movie. Um, And then that was my number 13. Up next is uh, The Waiter. Um, He's also a steward. And he shows up in a bunch of shit. Um, Let's see here.
2: Is
1: that who I'm thinking is?
0: He's the guy that, like.
1: Is he the one who shows up in the the booth when they're they're at the
0: He's that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay,
1: that's who I thought it was. And they
0: just shit all over this guy.
1: He's like one of the only normal people. he stands out as being weird in that he's normal. He's like a normal dude who's just not absolutely not about them.
0: Yeah, he uh he's in friggin' so many different episodes. Um he was the server at Gugino's Italian restaurant, which um, they end up tying his shoes together, uh, and he like trips and falls and injures himself, and they all just laugh. And
1: uh, oh wait, don't they do that in the the booth too? The in the um, Super Bowl one. Yeah. I, didn't, I I totally forgot that was a recurring
2: thing.
0: Right, and he shows up, yeah, he shows up like four or five times, which I love it. Like, yeah. you know, the fact that this poor son of a bitch cannot escape these assholes. Um,
1: One of those small world type things. Like, oh, yeah, God, it's these fucking people again.
0: Yeah, and then Frank ends up... Uh, in one episode trying to like help him out and uh, I think he lives with him for the time being and helps him take care of his mother or whatever and then Frank just throws it all away because he's an asshole but um,
1: Sounds about right
0: because he like was going through a, a rift with Charlie or something like that and he's like I'm gonna go live with a waiter um, and then my number 11 and this is an umbrella term but uh, I'm just going to say the entire McPoyle family. Uh, you know, the main three obviously being Ryan, Liam, and Margaret McPoyle. Uh, Ryan and Liam are very fucking... Well, they're all weird, but they're the, they're the ones that always talk. And they say the weirdest shit like... Um, what, what the hell is the line where he's like, I wash my testicles once a week like everybody else. or
1: Something like that. I, I just always think of them drinking... Fucking milk, no matter how hot it is, and their friggin' bathrobes. And that something about that just kills me. It's just that that's exactly what I was thinking of when I I mentioned them just being so casually weird, like it doesn't seem like it's trying way too hard, but also something about them just drinking milk in their bathrobes with Their weird sweatiness in unibrows is just... I don't know how someone came up with that as a character trait. Right.
0: And yeah, they're definitely a product of um, incest. Uh, And their sister, Margaret, she doesn't utter any lines. But her and Mac have a uh, fling go uh, for a few seasons.
1: I Um, do like how she weirdly like licks her face.
0: Yeah, she's always licking her lips. She won't say anything, but that's like the way she communicates.
1: It's it's like, I feel like, like when, have you ever seen a frog, like, lick its eye clean? No. It's, that's what it reminds me of, is just like frog or like some kind of uh, chameleon or something just licking its eye clean and just, weird shit it's like some kind of giant bug or amphibian
0: alright yeah no they are like the weirdest friggin characters on the show I'd say which that's saying something cause everybody on that show is friggin weird but like it it's so prominent and like you're watching it and they show up and they just immediately like kill the vibe or whatever and they're like, they're their rivals practically um yeah you know, they're, they're a great foil for, for the gang. Anytime they're trying to get shit done, the McPoyles end up showing up and fucking everything over. But they still have some form of relationship with them. Like, uh, they go to the McPoyles' wedding, they friggin', Because uh... doesn't, uh... Dennis' ex-wife Maureen uh, marry friggin' one of
1: them? Um... Oh! Oh, uh, yes. Um... Uh, uh... Maureen is the the one who has the the dead tooth, right?
0: Right, and she tries to turn into a cat and all that shit. Uh, yeah. But um. Yeah, Liam. She she was engaged to Liam. But that that's a great episode. Um. But yeah, like you know they just they're a weird family and they're always showing up. Uh, to to throw a wrench in the the gang's plans.
1: And well, it, it that's funny because that that brings me to, to my number 10, which was Liam. I I, I picked Liam um, since he is kind of the the front man, but uh, it, it is the Mcpoyle plan. so um, yeah, for as we just said, just go back uh, like three minutes. Relisten to that and then that will get you back to here <laughs> yeah, you didn't have anything you wanted just to add on there no no that was that's why I, I said everything just then that way you could just repeat it so just sweet just re-listen to that that past like five minutes twice
0: and, and that was all planned by the way you'd shown me your list before no, I'm <laughs> no i no but I do love happy uh, coincidences those, yeah. those are always fun um Excellent. So that's number 10. Uh, Liam McPoyle specifically, but the McPoyle clan. The
1: McPoyle clan.
0: Um, my number 10 is The Waitress. Um, played by uh, Charlie's wife in real life, which is what makes their chemistry so funny because um, she's this lady who just, you know, she, she works at a coffee shop, freaking works at, you know, she ends up having like 10 different jobs throughout the series. But they, she's always known as the waitress. Um, her real name is Nikki Potnick. But, uh, you know, nobody ever calls her that. They all call her the waitress. Dennis um, and Frank and Mac, uh, Charlie, all all four of the main uh, men in the show have, have had um, some form of romantic encounter with the waitress at one point or another. Uh and she hates them all um, for, you know, obvious reasons. But uh, Charlie just has some, like, obsession with her, um, which, you know, she's always like, okay, Charlie. or sometimes she's she's okay with being around him. Um,
1: and then he does something creepy and weird and ruins it.
0: Right, completely ruins it. It's definitely a problematic, like, you know, if this was real life, it would not be a good situation. But in the show, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I always you know say everything in the show. Everybody's horrible. Like everybody kind of takes part in being a piece of shit. Yeah. In the show, but um, everybody's interactions with each other it, it makes for a very entertaining uh, series.
1: And I mean, she's she's her own kind of train wreck. Yeah. Um. Uh. She's just. Like a normal person, uh, hides it, and uh, is embarrassed by it.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But, uh, but yeah. I think of the the main two episodes I think of with her are um, the gay man and the one where they go to is it Jersey Shore, and they actually her and Charlie actually have like a nice. Kind of thing,
0: right? Try and find uh, vacation plays, uh, yeah. In the montage, I love that.
1: But it all—I I remember when I first found out that they were married in real life, and that just killed me. Um, I was like, this—I I feel like they just—they're at home watching TV or eating dinner, and they're like, oh, you know, it'd be really funny. And think of ways they can fuck with each other on the show. Um, Just (laughs) in their characters. I I feel like they have to just kind of brainstorm this.
0: And she uh, is the only recurring character to uh, appear in every uh, season. Really? Yeah, isn't that nuts?
1: I can see that, though.
0: But, um, there have definitely been some heartwarming moments between Charlie and the waitress that, uh, you know. But you, you gotta feel bad for the woman. She's just trying to get through uh, the day without being harassed. Yeah. And they just, they will not leave her alone.
1: Which, once again, funny in the show, and in real life. Right.
0: Don't, don't be an asshole, people.
1: Don't, don't, don't harass random waitresses in real life, please. But, uh.
0: Um, Yep. That brings us to number nine.
1: Which mine is uh, the lawyer slash the attorney. Yes. I love that, man. So great. Um, It's one of another. See, I have trouble because I want to say one of the best episodes, but that doesn't really narrow it down. But. The main one I think of, he he does show up multiple times, and actually, I, th- I think it's one of the last, if not the last episode he's in. But kitten mittens, um, which I that that was one of the times where I'm like, oh man, because Charlie genuinely thought a kitten mittens had a great thing, and then the game fucked it up for him. Right. But I. I love how smarmy he is. I love how um, he and Charlie always always manage to get in arguments um, where Charlie starts quoting Birdlaw, which he knows a weird amount of or at least thinks he knows a weird amount of um, which is always bizarre Um, and he's just He's very dry and flat, and it it just plays perfectly.
0: And he usually always ends up winning.
1: He does. Uh, Cause he takes back people, that's the the kitten mittens. He he gets all the money from the kitten mittens. People love dumb shit.
0: <laughs> um, and that was number nine yes excellent my number nine is Mrs. McDonald Max mom uh played by Sandy Martin who everybody knows as Napoleon Dynamite's grandma and uh she's she does she's a lady of very little words
1: um (laughs) very little
0: you know she, she might have she's probably said about maybe 50 words in the entire damn show uh but
1: usually in monosyllabics as well
0: alright a lot of grunts a lot of mumbling a lot of ah. Ah. yeah and uh I, what a great fucking character um she's in a lot uh she's you know very apathetic she doesn't give a shit yeah like she's just she does her own thing Mac friggin irritates the shit out of her she's like um, and her ex-husband, Luther, who uh, is Mac's dad, is, like, this friggin' criminal. And uh, he's always getting into all sorts of trouble. Uh, he cheated on her with um, Charlie's mom.
1: Which, who didn't?
0: Right. Um, so then, uh, one episode, Mac's mom burns down her house uh, from smoking. Uh, big surprise. Uh, I
1: was gonna say what she's constantly doing.
0: And then, um, her and, and Charlie's mom end up living together for, you know, the remainder of the show, and uh, they still live there today.
1: In real life.
0: Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. Usually, usually when you see Mac's mom, you see Charlie's mom, and uh, they've been practically inseparable.
1: Even though they, they kind of hate each other, or at least Mac's mom hates Charlie's mom. Right.
0: Oh they no, they definitely hate each other, but they, they coexist.
1: Yeah. Um. like like I said before, they do have a very uh the odd couple kind of vibe where uh where Charlie's mom is a neurotic kind of mess and uh Max mom will smoke and then just flick ashes on the carpet. Which probably explains how her house burned down, but. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, and that brings us to number eight. Which
1: mine is Ben. Ben the soldier. Ben is another one of those that I, I loved when he first showed up. Uh, he shows up in. Uh, a wheelchair. He he's a soldier. He shows up in a wheelchair because he has to. But D thinks that he's um, he was like blown up in the war. Yeah, and she tags out with Artemis, um, and then finds out that um, he is not like paralyzed or blown up. And uh, it's that is also another one of my. My favorite scenes where uh, they're playing uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal while Frank hands him jean shorts and salutes him, which is just a, a weird collection of um, things going on. It's it's one of those things where you tell someone, they're like, well, those were all words. Um, I would say it makes sense if you see the episode, but. That's It's kind of a, a stretch I, I don't know if it makes sense But you at least have context for it But then he keeps showing back up oh, um, He was on the podcast he, he was on the podcast
0: Frank and Dee's podcast
1: yeah. Oh yes, yes I thought you meant this one No, 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 no. He was, and if I remember right He was also on Scrubs
0: Yes. Yeah, we had uh, discussed that the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He I was, was like, "Ben the soldier? No, he's on his own side.
1: No. <laughs> he was on, he, he was, what was his name? Keith, I think, on that. Um, which, whenever I watch one of those shows, I can only picture him as the other one, which is very funny to me.
0: Right. Yeah, um, Scrubs. Yeah, Keith.
1: He's kind of an idiot on both. Well, he's a nice guy. He is. He's an innocent guy. He he is one of the um, better people. Uh, Definitely one of the less scumbag people.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because they fuck him over. Uh, Yeah, they do. And it's just, it's like, Jesus. But. Uh, that was number 8? Yes. My number 8 is Charlie's mom, Bonnie Kelly. Played by Lynn Marie Stort, who, uh, if people are familiar with Pee-Wee's Playhouse, she was Miss Yvonne.
1: I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I might have once when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it, so...
0: She is great. Um, she's just, you know, like you were saying earlier... Very neurotic, um, hypersexual. She's she's always sleeping with Frank or Luther or, you know, somebody else.
1: Anyone who stands still long enough, really.
0: Right. Um, you know, and we don't know who Charlie's dad is. Uh, a lot of people think it's Frank. I can't remember if that was proven or not, but there's, you know, a million different references to it. Um... And you know she's always, she's always getting. Uh, she's like a very sweet lady, but she's she's very very neurotic, and uh, she just wants to make sure Charlie's okay.
1: She is obsessed with Charlie. Yeah,
0: she she's like a stage five clinger, <laughs> and um, my my favorite episode is you know the one we've talked about a few times, uh, old lady house is situational comedy, uh, where. Um, Dennis installs security cameras throughout their house to spy on them and uh, Because Charlie wants to know what the hell she wants because she's always sending Charlie letters in the mail and uh, So it you know it turns out, you know They're watching her and and she's like abusing Mac's mom and Mac's mom's abusing her and uh, my favorite line is uh, Mac's mom falls asleep on the couch and and Charlie's mom says you want to sleep? I'll sleep you as she holds like a freaking flower pot above her head or whatever or a baseball bat or something uh, and then you hear the damn audience, studio audience laughing that shit just gets me every time
1: I was going to say I like that episode one because it's it's a, an episode about their moms which I always love but it was also I, I like that they kind of played with the format and the way that they they managed to make it like a laugh track episode but like for an in universe reason it was just a a very bizarre thing where they they played with how the show normally functions and I thought that was really funny
0: right and uh and they just watched the entire like security camera setup as if it's a TV show uh the whole time and then Dennis ends up formatting it um A lot of in-jokes. But that's one to watch. Uh, That was a great season. Um,
1: Which season was that?
0: Let me see, because that was Old Lady House. I want to say 11,
1: but... Let's see, I think I watched... That was, uh... Very dedicated up until... Season 12. 10 or so, and then that's when I kind of... Everything after that I have kind of spotty. I've seen big chunks of seasons, but I think there's like one or two I'm missing from all the seasons.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's one, though, that... I, I'm glad we had you watch it, because... Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's such and a I, always, I I do kind of like the fact that I haven't... Uh, seen a hundred percent anymore because it was sad when i had watched the entire thing and there weren't new episodes for me so it was nice kind of taking a break and now i get like a whole bunch of new ones to watch all at once right for my inevitable soon coming binge watch
0: hell yeah And and it stays fresh and the more episodes that there are, you know, the less you're going to have to watch reruns. Unless you really like an episode. But,
1: Which yeah. is, yeah, all of them. Right. So Yeah,
0: it's, it's a hard show to really get stuck with. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, my number eight, so that brings us to number seven.
1: And my number seven is The Waitress. Um, for the aforementioned reasons... Um, I do really like, um, the Dayman episode, um, er, actually it's, uh, The Nightman Cometh, right? I think is what it's called, where Charlie creates an entire musical devoted to try and convince her to marry, marry him, uh, which goes pretty much as well as you would think, um, but yeah, she is, she is an interesting train wreck. She's another one of those that that's kind of flat in wants absolutely zero to do with any of the game and yet all the time still manages to end up getting wrapped into their bullshit and being like, oh my god, not again. Right. Oh, and then I, f- I forgot to mention before, uh, uh, when she she bangs Frank Um, because there's that entire thing where Charlie's trying to figure out some way to get together with her if I remember right and all that ends up happening is she ends up banging Frank and being absolutely mortified which once again uh fair no offense Danny DeVito
2: right
0: we love Danny DeVito he's fantastic um but yeah, she's she is one of the funnier uh, characters on the show. Um, and she's freaking just... She can't escape. She cannot escape the game. Uh, and that was number seven. My number seven is your number nine? Or ten? The lawyer. Yes. The attorney. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, this guy is so freaking funny. Uh, he's... Like... I don't wanna call him dry, but he's very like serious and uh it's
1: it's kind of dry, but it's he's kind of like serious and somewhat smarty.
0: Right. Which and he's great. He's a smart guy. Like he's always using his knowledge of the law to uh foil the gang's plans. Uh just like the McPoyles, but he's like a smarter version of the McPoils. Yeah. And um you know, he ends up, uh, his wife left him, um, he,
1: uh, you know what, that's, that's one that I forgot to mention is when he, they, uh, eat the contract, right, when Mac eats the contract, to try and, get and he's like, that's why I printed out copies,
0: <laughs> right, a hundred friggin copies of the contract, cause he knew, he knew. Uh, and the fact that like Mac tries to eat the contract in the first place That is probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen Just shoves a wad of paper in his mouth <laughs> Like what the fuck um,
1: And his, his triumphant moment just dashed as he was like oh, I printed copies and they're all like oh, Crap right.
0: Uh, he represents Maureen in her divorce from Dennis. Uh, he's the executor of uh, Barbara Reynolds, uh, their mom, these De- and Dennis's mom's estates. Um, he represents Liam in uh, the lawsuit against Bill when Bill fucked up uh, the wedding because yep. he uh, drugged the milk with uh, the damn, what was it, um, bath salts?
1: Yes. I think
0: so. Um, my favorite, uh, episode, was it Kidman's, where, uh, friggin, Charlie's like, filibuster! (laughs) And, cause, Charlie and him were having, like, a battle of wits, and, he, he said some big word or whatever, and Charlie said, well, filibuster, he's like, you don't even know what that means. And Charlie's like, yeah, I do. And, like, they get into it. Um, it's so funny. Charlie
1: only knows bird ball.
0: Right, Charlie only knows bird... His uncle is a lawyer, though, the creepy... Freaking uncle.
1: <laughs> His creepy uncle almost made it onto my list. Because he's just... Yeah. <laughs> he kills me. He's so... Un- uncle Jack um, is a very
0: problematic character for anybody who's seen the show. Uh, you know what we're talking about.
1: He is so damn creepy. He, d- he plays just the creepiest bastard ever yeah. so well which
0: Oh the actor does a phenomenal job. I
1: mean, poor guy. But also hey I mean do what you're good at. Right.
0: Yeah, everybody probably on the street's it's like, holy right. oh, shit, that's Uncle Jack. But uh yeah, I just you know, the lawyer he he hasn't been in a bad episode. He he makes every episode better with his appearance, I'd say. But uh that brings us to the top six, so this is going to be interesting, and I have a hunch that if we don't have the same top six characters, uh, we may be one or two off.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, and I th- I th- I think we might have different orders. I'm curious what what the order we're gonna have is.
0: Oh yeah. Um. So I'll let you go first.
1: All right. So my number six is, Rickety Cricket.
0: And that is my number six as well. So. Uh-huh we will uh Perfect. we will consolidate it
1: so i i love that um rickety crickets character uh is the first time you see him he was he was kind of a mess but he's cleaning up his act and he's um a priest if i remember right
0: father mara yeah he's matthew mara is his uh name on the show
1: and it's Every time after that, that you see him, it's just watching as the game slowly just destroys this man's life. Um, and he turns into a, a homeless, like, crackhead. Um,
0: yeah. Loves PCP, cocaine, all of uh,
1: uh, it. I mentioned this before we, we started, but when he gets to, in a wrestling episode... Uh, with The Maniac, he gets his throat slit with a, with a garbage can lid or something, or the edge of a garbage can by uh, Frank. Um, I, I straight up thought he died in that episode, so I saw him and <laughs> was like, oh, he made it. Um, Thank God. It is just watching his life go to absolute pieces.
0: And throughout the series, his appearance just gets progressively worse and worse every time you see him.
1: Which is impressive because every time I see him, I'm like, "Holy hell, he looks like shit!" Right. And then you see him again, and it's like, "Wow, they figured out a way to make him look worse." Um, it's it's honestly impressive, um, and they always end up
0: getting him to uh, to like do their bidding.
1: Yeah, he yeah. well because it's be, because he's got this thing for Dee, uh, even though she's a giant bird, and um, but even though his he he just is slide just I, I say sliding, but it's like jumping off a cliff. His life is just plummeting to shit, and they still they ask him to to do something, and he's like, okay. Because uh, they just have to be like, yeah, something about D, and he was like, yeah, I'm in, and then he gets his his neck gashed open with a trash can, um, right. which I feel like is usually when most people would be like, ah, eh, maybe I shouldn't talk to these people, but nope.
0: No, well, they, you know, he needs them as much as they need him. It's like a symbiotic relationship.
1: I mean, I think it's the only time he eats. Because he's homeless and uh, a crackhead, yeah. so...
0: And he ends up being a burn victim um, in the later episodes after uh, the gang squashes their beef. um, And they set their apartment on fire and Cricket's trapped inside.
1: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: Which he survives that, too. Yeah. But, um...
1: I mean... Thank God he's got good durability because he he would not have made it very long without that.
0: He's probably the most, you'd say he's the most durable um, character. Maybe, oh. aside from Charlie um, uh, in the show.
1: I would, I feel like he's probably more durable than Charlie. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, he's been shot, he's been lit on fire, he's been stabbed, He's his throat's been gashed. He's like, He's in, like, bum fights, like...
1: Yeah. He He's, like, jackass, all distilled into to one homeless former preacher. Right. Uh, priest.
0: And with the copious amounts of drugs that he's intake, like... That guy's body's freaking seen some shit.
1: I mean, that, that probably is a, a good percentage of the reason he's not dead. Right. He's just running on cocaine now.
0: <laughs> but, um, you ever see the episode where... He uh he like tries to clean up his act and gets a job with his uh, dad and his brother, and uh, like things are looking good and um, by the end of the episode you find out uh, he ended up taking drugs, uh, PCP and uh, he fell in love with his dog that was at the site.
1: Oh yes yes I think I know what you're which one you're talking about now.
0: Right, because his brother's like you're a screw up, and he's like, no, I'm not, and give me a chance, and he, you know, he just kills his chance. Yeah, but uh, that's a great episode. So I'm I'm glad that we both uh, had cricket at number six. But who else were we gonna have at number six? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that'll bring us to number five for you, Jeremy. Who's your number five?
1: My number five is Sweetie. Is, it, is she your 5 too? No. Oh, okay. For a second there, I thought we were like on the same page. Um, in, I, I feel it's tough because it, it makes it seem like uh, she's my least favorite of the gang. Um, but it's, it's really more that I like the other members of the gang more. Sure. And I think that's because, um, Dee is, is hilarious. And she is a, a special kind of, uh, funny because I, I do like her, um, sad Catwoman kind of vibes that she has sometimes. Um, but I feel like she usually, as far as the game goes, ends up being kind of the, um, level one that they kind of play off of. Right.
0: She's the fall guy for everything. Yeah.
1: And I do like seeing, um, I, I, I love the episode where they get this, the friggin' cat stuck in her wall. Um, I think that's, Right. (laughs) That kills me, because it's just, I, I reference that, I, I knew someone who had a cat get stuck in the wall before, I don't understand how that happens. When I saw the episode, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. And then I talked to, I can't remember who it was. I wish I could. They told me they got a cat stuck in their wall before. And I was like, how does this, how is that a thing that really happens? And I referenced that episode and they didn't get it. I i was like, oh, why don't you throw another cat in the wall with a string tied to it? Right. To, and they were like, Oh, that's a good idea, and I'm like, No it's not. No, it's a terrible <laughs> no, it's idea. What are you talking about? Right. Um But yeah, she's she's kind of a All the episodes that, that kind of follow her, she's kind of a depressing mess and uh but she's really funny about it.
0: And she's a trooper. I mean, you know, she's She's gone through a lot of shit. Yeah, she's obviously um, caused a lot of shit as well. You know, she's yes. definitely not uh, clean. Like, God, uh, her hands aren't blood free.
1: <laughs> Desert Rose. Yeah. Also, rickety cricket. Uh, using using cricket. Um, more than once, I believe. Right to get a um,
0: to get whatever she wants.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, we'll get to the end a little bit. Uh, that was your number five. Yes. Ronald Mac McDonald. Ronald McDonald is his real name, uh, but of course everybody knows him as Mac. Um, I don't hate Mac. Um, this was a tough one. You know, it's it's tough to rank the five of them. It is. But
1: um, I just you know, one of them had to be fifth. That's see. That's where I was at with i I'm like. One of them, one of them's got to be five, um, and that's that's who I landed on. But Rob, uh, uh, Mag, is your, uh, uh, Ronald, um, is your is your five? He's my number five,
0: and uh, you know he's basically uh, Patty's Pub's bodyguard. He's he's the sheriff. He's known for his ocular pat down technique. I was gonna say that. Where um, he's always got his eyes out on people coming into the bar, uh, s- scanning them for uh, weapons or danger, um, which or is so not very thinks. effective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know he's uh, he's definitely an idiot, um, <laughs> but he's a well-meaning idiot. Uh, he's mm. he's always trying to like prove himself, especially to Dennis who he, uh, loves deeply, um, you know, as a friend, and then also hints at romantically, uh, yeah, um, and we see Mac go through this entire, like, you know, um, they always allude to him being gay, but, uh, he never comes out until, like, season 10 or 11, uh, and then, you know, from there, he, uh, has some funny, wacky antics shit, uh, he, like, he has the uh, bike, the penis bike. You ever see that episode? I didn't. That's an episode we're going to have to have you watch because you're going to lose your shit with that one. Um, and he has, like, a, a dentist doll that he keeps. But, you know, he's he's one of uh, the funniest son of bitches. And uh, there's this really great episode um, where he, he comes out to his dad and... Uh, and it's a it's a really well done episode. Um he does this whole like dance sequence at the end and uh it's like a ten minute dance sequence or five minute dancing. But um the guy is athletic as shit. Like he was actually just on the cover of men's health. And throughout the show he goes through, you know, physical transformations. Um the first few seasons, you know, he's a average sized dude, you know. Uh a little muscular, but um, season five or four, he gets fat.
1: I uh, Yes. And he fat gained. Fat Mac.
0: I love Fat Mac. I thought he was fantastic. He gets a little bit of a beer gut, you know. And
1: Not fat. He's uh, cultivating mass. That's right. He's is, <laughs> I, I use that phrase a lot. I You don't know what I, I look like, most likely. If you do, I'm sorry. Um, I am a skinny man. Uh, when I try to to work out, um, to gain a little weight, I always reference that. I always, you know, I'll be eating a ton to to try and get literally any muscle mass, and uh, I always say that I'm cultivating mass.
0: Hell yeah. Um, And that's one of my favorite quotes of Max. I'm not fat. Um, and you know he's so. Uh, and he's actually married to Dee in real life.
1: Um, Which that one also I find funny. I, I just... I, I like the uh, relationships outside of the, the show. Um, I find it interesting.
0: And it's, it's funny because Mac usually you see him paired with Dennis or with Dee or with Charlie. Not with Frank too much. Uh, other than like um, the Jersey Shore episode. With rum ham. Rum ham, but uh, I love his uh, interactions with Mac or with Frank, uh, and you know he's a he's an incredibly important member of the group, but um, just you know somebody had to be fifth, uh, and so Mac had to take the fall for it. I couldn't make D because she has to take the fall for everything else.
1: Uh, that's fair. That is fair. Um,
0: so Mac was in my number five. Who's your number four?
1: Funny story about that. It's Mac.
0: Hey. Mac is
1: my number four. Um, to add on to what we were saying, I was like, hold on, I'll, I'll hold a couple little nuggets. That way you don't have to rewind and just listen to that part again. Um, but um, I love that he's always doing the karate moves with sound effects. With yes. a
0: He does like a flip spin kick or whatever? Yeah. Dude, love that.
1: And... There's a one episode where I think it's Dennis is like, "Why, why don't you just take like one martial arts class?" And I'm like, "Right though." <laughs> right.
0: Because um, he doesn't need to because he's Mac. Right. He's self-taught.
1: And um, he, I, Fat Mac, has as we mentioned, fantastic. Which I, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but interesting thing is he just did that. Um, he he was like, oh no, this is gonna be funny as hell, and gained a whole bunch of weight, and he saw the the game, like you know, in, in and like to start filming, and they were like, what the actual hell? And he was like, oh, I thought it would be funny, and they were like, legitimately concerned about his health. They were like, that that can't be good to just randomly put on a. a hella weight like that like what what are you doing um but I thought it's funny that you just you know oh you know it'd be funny if I was fat <laughs> fat Mac <laughs> right um and then he lost it all and then he lost it all which is because he is early on I, I thought he was an average but buff dude and now he's just weirdly jacked um which good for him I you'll know, Lucky bastard, because I can't gain muscle for anything. Um, right. And then I I do like his um, just weirdly homoerotic thing all through the seasons, where he's just like the uh, episode where he has them all oiling up the guys at the muscle competition, right. and they're all like, "What the hell?" Um, and he always gets super heated when any anyone questions them questions him on it, and then <laughs> look where we are now,
2: right?
0: But um, yeah, and and the um, you ever see Mac Day, where Sean William Scott plays his cousin, and everybody likes his cousin more than him.
1: Yes. Yes. I was like, I know I've seen this episode, why can't I remember it?
0: Yeah, yep. And he participates in the karate tournament and just gets the fucking... He gets, like, kicked in the face once and gets knocked out.
1: And he's, like...
0: Like a roundhouse to the head. His
1: cousin is, like, M- what Mac thinks that Mac is. Right. And isn't.
0: And then he ends up beating the shit out of the guy who kicked Mac.
1: God, that was great. Um... Yeah,
0: that's Mac. So that that's the Mac chapter of the uh, episode. Right. Uh, and that brings me down to number four, D. D. Reynolds. Oh, so we just switched him. Yep, just switched Perfect. him. Sweet D, Deandra, whatever you want to call her, bird. Um, <laughs> A
1: giant bird.
0: She's gone through so much shit. Uh, but it's great because, you know, um, originally they, they had D basically be the voice of reason for the gang and uh Caitlin Olsen was like you know what we've seen that character you know we know that character I don't want to be that character and she vied for um like Dee to be more like the rest of the guys in the gang and you know to be one of the pieces of shit and uh she's great like she uh she always has a new guy that she's seeing and um the rest of the gang can never believe it because they're always accusing her of being a burden. Yeah. um, she wants to be an actress and she had all these hopes and dreams that all just were taken because, you know, in the show she's just mediocre. She's not like as talented as she thinks she is. She has an inflated sense of ego, which they all do obviously. But oh um, God, yeah. It's just so funny watching her try to do stand up, uh, and she like gets nervous and throws up. Um,
1: <laughs> I what was what was her nickname when she had the the uh, back brace?
0: Oh, the aluminum monster! Yes, with uh, Fatty Magoo.
1: That was a that was a good one.
0: But um, yeah, Dee's just you know she's one of those characters that uh, she's friggin uh, resilient. You know, they yeah. set her on fire. She had a heart attack. Ah, oh, sweet Dee has a heart attack. That's got to be one of the funniest friggin episodes. Where um, she goes back to the cycling class with Dennis and he makes the guy put on uh, Steve Winwood, And he's like, yeah, this is real workout music. Um, right after she had a heart attack. Don't
1: I don't even remember this one.
0: This is the one with um, Charlie and Mac in the mailroom.
1: Oh. Day Bow Bow. Yep, Dave Bow Bow. Oh, is that the one where... Uh, where... Uh Dennis says that he hasn't crapped in like five days because his body is running at peak efficiency. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Nothing is going to waste. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where I'm using 100% of my intake.
1: Yes, that's right. That is. Because they, they do that class and then um, they start working, Mac and Charlie start working in the mail room to get uh, health insurance. Because they're like you can, uh, you can pay us like we're one person. We just we want the health insurance, and they're like, okay, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, okay, yes.
0: Uh, I love that freaking episode. That's <laughs> Pepe, that's one of the best. That is a
1: good one. Uh, the the Pepe Sylvia is still a very commonly used meme. Oh, All yeah. right,
0: and um, Dee got pregnant at one point. Um and that Who Got D pregnant episode, dude? The Halloween one. Yeah. It's so damn good. Uh when she's dressed up and they they think mm-hmm. she's dressed up as a bird or whatever. Um friggin' Mac is V Joe Morgenstein. <laughs> and he ends up punching D or whatever. Yep. Oh god, it's so fucking funny. Um But yeah, that was uh number four D. Uh, so that brings us to number three.
1: Uh, My number three is Frank, that uh, sweaty, egg-shaped man. Um, I'm thinking specifically of the scene where he's uh, naked. In the couch. Yep, cutting his way out of the couch, which is, I mean, like if I was sitting there and uh, naked Danny DeVito cut himself out of my couch... Uh, that would definitely rank among the most horrifying experiences of my life. Once again, <laughs> no offense Danny, to Andy Um I loved you as the penguin. Um, <laughs> but hes he is... Possibly the craziest. In some, some ways, he's definitely more insane than Charlie. Um, the fact that he has... Uh, multiple guns is terrifying um, and
0: he's always got it ready
1: yep yeah. hey, so anyway I started blasting um <laughs> is fantastic um he's very often on drugs um, one of the, the one of my all time favorite parts for real Not like how every part I talk about and am currently thinking of is my favorite part, but um, one of my actual favorite parts is when they decide that the basement of the bar is 100% absolute freedom and uh, near the end of the episode they go downstairs and he's playing Russian Roulette with a Vietnamese man. and they they see them playing this, and they cut away, and you just hear a gunshot, and they're just like, "God damn it!" Um, but all like the the most insane, but like malignantly insane stuff that happens usually is because of Frank. Um, he's like he's got that like uh, high-powered '80s businessman. Uh, level of um psychopathy and um lack of empathy or uh, disregard for human life um Mm. on top of um drugs and eating from a trash can
0: but he's like extremely rich and wealthy
1: which is just kills me because he's so nuts and then and then I love him with, um, with Charlie as roommates, um, where he, he does the, the weird shit that Charlie does. Like they, they
0: sleep in a bed together
1: Well, they sleep in a bed together. They, they crawl around in the sewers barefoot, uh, trying to find like jewelry, like rings and shit with their, their bare feet. In He's the got sewer, a knife. Yup, the toe knife, the toe kn- ah botched toe, um, which it's just weirdest shit. And Danny DeVito kills it. I and I I, I do love the fact that um, Danny DeVito, if I remember right, was FX idea. They were like, oh hey, we we were gonna have Danny DeVito in an episode, and they were like, okay. And he loved the the show, and he loved the group. And he's like, "Hey, can, can I just be on the show?" And they were like, "Wait, really? For yeah. real? Absolutely!" And then he just he was like, "Okay." So he he just does that now, and I I love that. I it's a very weird uh, kind of origin story for one of the main characters now, um, and then there was the the episode um the pov frank episode being which, frank yeah which i saw that one in being in his head um is one of the most bizarre things that is that is a character
0: when he was the frog kid
1: oh yeah Um, was that, er, um, what was the, 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 um, Donkey Brain.
0: Donkey Brains, yes.
1: Well, yeah, he, he, he has the, the certification that he officially was diagnosed with Donkey Brain, which is, (laughs) what the frick. But, yeah, he is something.
0: He's, he's... Fantastic. He. Uh, we'll oh. talk about him a little bit.
1: Also, I I love the part that he plays in the dentist system, <laughs> just being the vulture. Right. Um,
0: God, yes, and then I go in and I. Uh, <laughs> and it's like
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick up the the Magnum condoms for my monster dong. Oh
0: man, and and he always like. Tries to fuck with the gang's plans uh, by doing his own thing. Yeah. And sometimes it works, but sometimes uh, it does not.
1: He usually does not.
0: Most of the time it does not.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's got a uh, various assortment of wigs that he uses. Uh, he's always in costume. Uh, God, he, like the amount of different looks that each character has is so fantastic. Because, uh, you know, there's Frank when he's the troll. The troll toll? Yep. The Nightmare Mankind, which... You know, I feel like that's probably most people's favorite episode.
1: It's, it's so damn good. But, um... And the... With the gum. If you want to get this boy's hole instead of soul.
0: Soul, yeah, and he just can't pronounce whole soul. He keeps saying whole. Um... That's number three. Yes. My number three, Frank. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, Charlie. Charlie Kelly. So.
1: From Pacific Rim.
0: That's right. Fantastic.
1: And horrible bosses. Never saw that one.
0: You gotta watch that man. You would love that movie. Um, Charlie, you know he, he's had a bunch of friggin' uh, he's gone through a transformation. And it's funny, because in the first, like, season, he's, like, he's as much of an idiot as the rest of the gang. But he's not, like, overtly, um,
1: He's not like stupid. a, well, and he's not like a malignant kind of force, like the, the rest of the gang. He's, he's just dumb. Yeah. Um, he's just a very dumb... But Dirty like, weird man
0: Yeah He became illiterate Like halfway through the damn series um, Yeah Which That was great uh, Cause yeah He just He can't read So when he works in the mail office uh, It's fantastic
1: Dennis is a bastard man
0: <laughs> Oh man That's uh, Charty McDennis Yep um, Right He wrote that card Um... God, what a great freaking episode. But... You know, Charlie is, uh... Yeah, Charlie's basically, like, a kid. You know, he's... Uh... He never really grew up. He, uh... You know, Frank is his... Basically his dad, and also his roommate, and practically, like, his brother. Yeah. Like... They just... They do everything together, um...
1: They do have a weirdly um mixed relationship where it's it's not it's yeah, it's like a family friends kind of combo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in some episodes it it's a lot like it's always different. Every episode's different with the two of them. But Charlie shows flashes of brilliance, which I absolutely love. Where um, you know, in some episodes, he'll just he'll be the smartest one in the damn gang, and because everybody else is just so self-absorbed and like out of touch, that Charlie needs to like save them all from themselves. Um, you ever see the one where the health inspector's coming? Yes. And, right, and Charlie goes through all this damn uh, effort to freaking keep them from getting a shitty. Uh, Great on their health inspection, and, uh, it, you know, what follows is one of the greatest, uh, single cam shot, you know, n- no-cut scenes in television history.
1: Yeah, that uh, one is, I, I have to re-watch that one, because we were talking about that one the other day, too. Right. And that one, I was just fascinated by it the whole time, um... But yeah, he is, he has the kind of brilliance that only someone who is truly insane, where he will think of the most convoluted, just wacky shit, and but it'll actually work sometimes, which is, which is better, like, like just thinking of like the crazy plans. And then uh, having them not work out is funny. But then when it's even more insane and it does, it's, it's just fantastic to watch. It's
0: and great. then you have him when he's the wild card. Yeah, <laughs> wild and, card! And he just completely fucks everything up by pulling the brakes out of their truck or, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever it is that he does, uh, and he does it on purpose.
1: When he cuts the brake lines, doesn't he then yell wild card and jump out the back of the van? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a great episode. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And that's. Uh, that was my number three. Yeah, Charlie. Um, you know, some people w- would probably say that he's their favorite. I'd, I'd guess. Um, a lot of people I talk to, I always ask them. And, uh, you know, it's hard. The, like, the top, top three were very close for me. Yeah. But there's, there's a method to my madness.
1: I mean, the the game in general, it's, it's really tough to, whoever was the, the kind of main one of the episode that I just watched, definitely bumps up where they would be on, on my ranking. So like if it's a if I just watched a Mac episode, then Mac jumps up kind of thing. They're they're just all so great in the the show really would be you it wouldn't be nearly as good without all of them in it. Um They're just also something.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, they're all characters, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, that brings us to our top, uh, top two.
1: So my number two is Dennis. Um, I, I enjoy watching as he, I, I think it was interesting cause he's easily, um, uh, the biggest piece of shit of all of them. um, but it is interesting watch him slowly become more and more unhinged. Uh, because he, he has gone from being, like, very level and mellow. Uh, right, he was
0: almost the voice of reason.
1: Yeah. And now he's just an absolutely raving lunatic. And that's, that's fascinating. Uh, Newsflash asshole is one of my favorites because it just leaks insanity and uh yeah it's that's, that's some great stuff there but then I I love the Dennis episode where he has the Dennis system um right and, and what what's the Dennis system I don't remember what all the letters stand for now um it is.
0: It's, uh, let's see here. Demonstrate value, engage physically, nurture dependence, neglect emotionally, inspire hope, and then separate entirely.
1: Yes. And that is. That is a solid episode. Um. He just. I don't know. He's just such a malignant asshole, and he's his his ego knows no bounds. Um, Nor does his rage. I was just gonna say, <laughs> um, but it's it is great. Uh, he he also comes up with some fantastic plans that are just. He's just deluded as shit. Um, and actually, speaking of, uh, show relationships, if I remember correctly, wasn't he married to, um, the woman from the Dennis episode?
0: Yeah, the pharmacist? Yeah. Kaylee?
1: Um, which, once again, weird shit. But, Yes. I I I, I'm, gonna try and see himself because I'm curious where. Uh, no worries. I'm thinking he's gonna be your number.
2: Who's um, your number two?
0: Frank Frank, Frank Reynolds. Is your number? Danny DeVito. Um. I'll tell you, man. I like as a kid, Danny DeVito was a fascinating man. Um. He was in everything. He was everywhere. Uh. I loved him in Matilda, playing uh, Matilda's dad. Um, Danny DeVito has such a skill of like playing such a piece of shit asshole, that um, you know in real life like he's a great guy. He's a you know really nice guy, and uh, it's just so funny to see him like go off the rails. And because uh, this guy, fucking, you know, you want to talk about physical comedy. He fucking devotes his entire freaking body to anything he does. Um, whether it's shaving himself completely uh, when they're in quarantine. You ever see that episode I where haven't. they. Oh my god, you gotta see that episode. I do. Um,
1: I've heard about that episode, which is impressive. Um, yeah. It wasn't even on like. It, I think it was on an unrelated Reddit. It got brought up somehow, and it was like how the hell? Because I, I mean there, the memes everywhere It's Always Sunny has created so many friggin' meme formats um, but just it being randomly brought up in conversation I, I feel like it doesn't happen as much and so that was, it jumped out at me Right
0: um, but. That's one you have to see like, just, And, you know, like you are saying, when he um, comes out of the sofa, when he cuts himself, and he's naked and sweaty.
1: He looks like a sweaty egg with legs and arms.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. But, um, you know, he's just, he's great.
1: Or egg, I guess. You say that word weird. Can Can
0: I offer you an egg in this trying time?
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of, that is, oh, um, the... Kidman's. patty. Paddy's pub where they they create the merchandise with the kitten in that episode and they have the commercial and he just has he just egg egg <laughs> that's it that's
0: or um, the episode when he's trying to get people to um like uh, come to the bar with a virus video uh, and he's yes. Doctor Mantis toboggan and uh, God damn it what a funny fucking guy like you know. Yeah, his character is very like problematic. He's always uh, he's always causing trouble for anybody involved. Um, he's got so much money he doesn't know what to do with it, but he really doesn't like use it um, in an extravagant form, uh, unless he's trying to like show off something and piss off the gang. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, but it's great, you know, the the back and forth between him and his children. Uh, is so freaking funny. Um, and they're all—they're all just assholes to each other. It's great. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and and then just the idea that this incredibly rich man uh, plays Night Crawlers, where they they uh, turn off the lights and uh, he and Charlie crawl around underneath the carpet,
2: which
1: <laughs> why? Like you know, bugs.
2: Just why not?
1: weird shit, and he. He bings Artemis in a dumpster and...
0: And Charlie's mom and, uh, he's, he's got so many, you know, the waitress and eats
1: literal garbage, um, he's like an opossum, um, it's, he's so friggin' weird. <laughs> but,
0: uh, he really makes the show, I'll tell you, like, his involvement is, uh, so fantastic and he really like he really kept that show going uh strong and I love the Frank episodes um
1: they have definitely gotten uh mileage out of Danny DeVito just being like yeah hey, these, these people seem cool right. well, uh, I'll keep doing this if you want
2: yeah,
0: yeah and he's got a great sense of humor and you know he does a lot of shit that a lot of actors you know in his uh his age probably wouldn't do you know physically um to play for laughs like I don't know he's a fucking trooper man
1: speaking of people who have gotten more insane looking his uh his hair he started off looking like Danny DeVito like pretty pretty normal Danny DeVito I mean you know still a, a short egg shaped man but um, and they've somehow made him look even more just batshit insane. Um, which is definitely something. Yeah, that is an accomplishment.
0: And he just—he's always—he's always got something interesting going on. He's not a boring uh, man by any means.
1: I know. But, um, I love
0: it. Yeah, he's probably the trashiest rich guy there is. Well, yeah, oh. as far as Philadelphia is concerned. Uh, but, um, yeah, that, that's, you know, my piece on Frank. Uh, not to be confused with his piece that he's always carrying.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's always got on him. But, um, God, that's,
0: you know, he just whips out that fucking gun at random points.
1: And they're like, no. I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't
0: shot anybody well didn't yeah. he shoot cricket uh,
1: he shot someone yeah. I'm spacing on who it was but I just I feel like just putting a gun in your pocket probably not a, a no big, it's not great safe. move but you know
0: definitely a frank move do you Jeez. and uh, that brings us to our number one so you're number one uh, Maureen Ponderosa right
1: Yes yeah. Maureen Ponderosa with her dead tooth um, my my number one is Charlie. I uh, part, part of it is that I I do just really like uh, Charlie Day. I, I think he's a funny dude I like I, I loved him in Pacific Rim um,
0: not to be which, confused with Pacific Rim job yeah which is a completely different film. Uh, don't take your kids to see that one.
1: Uh, more similar than you would think, though. Um, but he... I liked him as as just weirdly the most morally sound character, at first anyway, uh, on the show. Because he's um, illiterate and huffs paint. And uh, kills rats with a baseball bat and with nails through it, wrapped in a chain, and eats cat food. And he is one of the better people on the show. And I I feel like just that that contrast of this man is very clearly just the dregs of humanity, but also somehow less of a piece of shit than everyone else is fantastic. Um, his his weird obsession with the waitress kills me, and then especially his weird obsession with the waitress, and then finding out. I remember when I found out that he was married to her in real life, and I thought it was. Oh, uh, I mentioned that, but I just killed me. Um, and yeah, he just he has some of the weirdest things that. That happen in the show are, are Charlie things, um, mm. and then Charlie work a uh, Charlie work. The 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 whole um, one of the 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 Pepe Sylvia part is is I think still one of the most common memes I see from the show. Um, where he's looking absolutely friggin' insane, standing in front of this. He's got this entire. Um, bored like on the crime shows with the, the string and the thumbtacks all around it. And he's talking about how how none of these people exist and no one works at the office. And meanwhile, everyone is upstairs like Carol calls her mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, I love the, the hieroglyphs. That he writes in. Um,
0: oh, the song lyrics for that <laughs> yeah, Man? Yeah, that
1: one was great. I, the Nightman Cometh episode, that whole thing is fantastic, and that's an en- entire Charlie episode. Um, I mentioned it before, I was talking about his mother, but I love when he, he jumps them all, Santa. Um, <laughs> did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom, Santa? Um, great. He is, he is an interesting. I, I love when he and Mac get Frank's, what is it? They get his, his debit card or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they
0: go, um, they just go for a night on the town.
1: Yeah. They with the uh, ladies, them, with the
0: fucking hats.
1: Yeah, they have the uh, the suits, the tuxedos with the tails and the top hats, and they, they have a limo full of, like, uh, women of the night. And uh, is, that's the one where um, Dennis and Dee are addicted to crack, right? Yes. Yep. Um, which is, well, you know, my, my favorite part from that episode. <laughs> Right. But um and if you
0: if you wanna know what Jeremy's talking about, go watch <laughs> the episode. You'll 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 see. It.
1: It's but that we can't say it on the show, but <laughs> that is an A plus episode. Well and I love I love the end of that episode too, where Because um, it's about who does Charlie work at the start and then they decide that it's Frank decides that it's now Dennis and D and, um, they're like, what the hell, but he stole from you, and he's like, he did steal from me, but that shows, what was it, um, that shows motivation or something like that, and then, um, they're like, well, we trying to steal from you, and it's like, right, but that makes you followers and rats, and I'm like, that's, <laughs> it's just the insanity of Frank and then the insanity of just Charlie being... Just an absolute moron and bawling out, paying off, great. Um,
0: and then when him and Mac go up to Dennis and Dean, they're like, oh, did somebody get addicted
1: to crabs Yep. Oh, oh did, did someone get addicted to crack? Um. I... Yeah, Charlie is... I... I think he's he's the only one who I think he's always consistently my my number one uh, just because he's a special kind of crazy
0: yeah and he's definitely uh, he freaking God he's going through so much shit they they give him probably if not um d they give him the most shit yeah they shit on him the most.
1: Oh, Green Man.
0: Green the Man. Green
1: Man. The, uh, what do they call those? Morph yep. suits? Morph suit, yep. He's got the green morph suit. Well, that's the the one I just watched. The
0: gang gets invincible? Or the um Home Alone one?
1: Where he's booby-trapped the entire bar? Right. Yeah, that was great. That's a great episode. He's a madman.
0: But, uh, yeah, he home-alones himself.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. like... Green Man! If Macaulay Culkin was also... The... The sticky bandit. Right. Um, just beating the shit out of himself.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he immediately forgets. Freaking steps into the damn bear trap.
1: The bear trap is, God. I think, what killed him
0: Yeah like Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> Watch out for that bear trap.
1: Huh? Oh, man. Which means your number one is...
0: Maureen Ponderosa. No, I'm Maureen kidding. Maureen Ponderosa? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Dennis. Dennis Reynolds. For me, you know, this was a tough one. Um, but for the simple reason that every single meltdown that Dennis has Gets increasingly funnier and funnier with each and every viewing. Um, he just goes on these sociopathic rants about how great he is. His ego knows no bounds. Uh, I am a golden god. He is a you know he refers to himself as the golden god, and uh, he'll he'll manipulate, lie, cheat, steal, whatever he can do to get over on somebody else,
1: and. Um he's just such an amazing piece of
2: shit.
0: Yeah, and he knows it. And he uh you know, he he thinks that he's obviously the smartest member of the gang, which sometimes blows up in his face. Cuz he's so self-assured that uh you know, whenever Charlie gets over on him it's great. Even yeah. Mac. He shits on Mac so much even though they're roommates <laughs> and best friends. Um, he's just got such a superiority complex. <laughs> he friggin uh, gave Mac bodies dysmorphia. He, uh, you know, friggin creates the dentist system in order to take advantage of people. Like, huh, what a piece of shit! But you know, as far as the show is concerned, I think he's the most entertaining um, character, and just to watch him go, like there's this evolution of Dennis and how horrible of a person he is uh throughout the series and it's, it's funny cause you know I, when you first start watching you're like alright Dennis is like the brains of the operation he's always um coming up with a plan and his plans never go as planned
1: um they're always which is blown. always everyone else's fault it's, not his obvious one right he's a genius uh
0: yeah, according to himself. Um what the hell's you ever see the one where they go on like the family feud show?
1: Yes. Oh yes, and uh, what the hell does he guess? Uh Canada? Is it Canada? Oh, shit. I can't. And he just keeps saying it and they're like, Stop saying Canada <laughs> right. Canada. But every time the buzzer goes off he yeah, just it was was it France?
0: France.
1: Dude, I was
0: probably thinking of French Canadian. Right. Um, yes, because it was. Oh, sea urchin! That's the one where it's like name an animal that will eat that we eat but doesn't eat us, and uh, Frank says pigs. He gets uh, he gets it right. And then Dennis is like sea urchin. What? And in the buzz, fucking like sets him off. Yeah. And then, um. Freaking. Yeah, what else is there? Uh. Name something people groom themselves with. And Dennis says laser beams. <laughs> 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 and it's like, what the fuck? And then, um.
1: Pass. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, god damn it. Yeah yeah oh yeah this is the best um that's such a great episode he just you know
1: well and then um the the boat the yacht the right. the implication yeah but, oh my god oh my god yeah i
0: just, can't say no because of the implication what a horrible
2: horrible man
1: are, are we doing something to these women no 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 of course not you're you're not listening to me it's it's the implication that something could go wrong
0: Uh, man, but he's he's always trying to manipulate his way uh to get what he wants and
1: uh and failing miserably
0: and and failing miserably and that's that's the best part you know because he really doesn't ever win and uh
1: it's one of those things where it's like a lot of shows, you like the main characters, and you want them to, to succeed, so then they have to, you know, you get the thing where, you know, they're trying to get money, I, I'm, I think of Firefly specifically, but that's maybe kind of niche, but um, they, uh, you know, so you have to give them a win, but then you have to think of some reason to take it away, because otherwise you take a take away the, the motivation of the show. Right, um, the stakes. But but Dennis is just such a piece of shit, like, he keeps failing, and it's great. And he sabotages and him like,
0: himself. Yeah. More than anybody else.
1: And you're like, good, I'm glad you failed, you piece of shit. The, the freaking- but it's still entertaining to watch him try and do all these convoluted, shitty, evil plans, and then he fails and loses his absolute mind. Right.
0: When he tries to sell the guy the car that he drove into the fucking river.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, like, isn't there the the episode where D gets the Land Rover and she's she goes on about being a golden goddess? Yeah. And she starts kind of turning into Dennis, which is also funny as shit.
0: Right, because they're twins, and uh, oh god, he's so horrible to uh, D. Uh, you know, one of his catchphrases being do you bitch. Uh, God, what an asshole. You bitch. You giant bird. Um, and they just, yeah, they shit all over each other. Um, but, you know, that's one of the charms of the show. Uh, yeah. Just watching people be pieces of shit to each other. With the consequences, but they seem to always survive the consequences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to see what, what will the gang get into next. What sort of trouble will the gang get into?
1: Um, Honestly, we could do an in, an entire episode on on uh, episode names. Because some of the episode names, you're like, oh, what, what's this one going to be about? And then you see the name of the episode, and it's just, oh, oh, Jesus.
0: Uh, or when um, they'll be like, that can't happen, and then the name of the title is, what happens? Oh, yep. man. Um, but um, yeah that you know that's that wraps up the uh, list um thanks for doing this man I this was one I was really looking forward to
1: absolutely
0: and I look forward to ranking the um episodes that's gonna be great
1: yeah will it's going that's gonna be a toughie um, I am gonna end up uh, I'm just gonna say screw it and start uh, season one, episode one, and yeah, yeah. watch straight through, um, which I will thoroughly enjoy again. Oh
2: yeah,
0: um, this is a show that just doesn't get old for me. It and doesn't. It's funny because I I call it the Forrest Gump effect, where any time I say to somebody, I'm like, "Oh, you ever watch it's like Sunny in Philadelphia?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "What? What do you mean you've?" And then you know you tell everybody. this guy hasn't seen it. It's always on the Philadelphia... You know, and people are like, what? Oh, my God. And then other people are like, okay. Yeah. But,
1: um... God, it's... It's weird. It's such a hugely popular show, but I feel like I don't know, personally, that many people who watch it, which I find bizarre.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, because it's... But it is definitely... Like, I don't want to call it a niche show for people.
1: Yeah. But, like... 14-15 14-15 seasons it's clearly not niche but where the hell are all these people why don't I know more of these people in real life right who can appreciate this just honestly bizarre friggin show
0: where did I uh, put this on my uh, favorite TV shows shit yeah well um, it's, some, it's somewhere, I think it's, if it wasn't my number one, it was like top three, it's always sunny,
1: but I can, I can
0: buy that, um, yeah, I was say, you guys can go look up the TV show episode I did with Chris, uh, my brother, and, uh, let me know, um, who's your favorite, uh, it's always sunny character, I, uh, posted it on my Twitter and my Facebook page for the show, um, go answer it there if, uh, you haven't already, um, Jeremy, do you have any uh, final words for the guests, or for the guests, for the regulars, uh, the Greg-Heads?
1: Um, I, once again, apologize for subjecting you to my voice. Uh, it has, as I was saying before we started, uh, the miraculous quality of being droning and whiny simultaneously. So, um, uh, Sorry. But also, thank you for uh, listening up to this point to hear my heartfelt apology, um, and yeah,
0: and we'll, we'll get Jeremy on soon. Um, you know, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what you mean with the voice thing. I, it's great.
1: I, I'll start cracking on those the first three seasons, and uh, it'll be it'll be a list of fifteen. Uh, top, yeah, the top ten, well, top ten plus five uh, from the first three seasons. Hell yeah.
0: I look forward, man. That's gonna be a fun one. They're all fun ones. I don't know why I say that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. I haven't had a bad time on an episode. Um,
1: Of this or It's Always Sunny?
0: Both. Fair. And I hope that uh, everybody else has had a great time uh, listening to the show because I love doing it. Um, It's Always Sunny or this? Both. (laughs) There. <laughs> and if, um, you know, if you guys want to hear more, uh, we have over 64 episodes on, uh, Anchor, Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you can go. Um, Google the regular Show.
1: We're uh, getting so close to the magic
0: number. Yeah, it's a great episode. I can't wait for that episode. It's going to be nice.
1: It is going to be nice.
0: But, um yeah
1: you'll have to think you'll, you'll have to think of a special topic for it
0: I want to do a movie commentary um oh I think maybe uh spoiler maybe, uh, f- like a room a movie about a room oh. if you and Shelly want to come on and um
1: I, I think I think that might be a doable thing
0: wicked um we'll we'll figure that out though soon uh, we'll, we'll my people will contact your people and uh, we'll get involved with that. Um, but for now, you know, I'm going to say good night. And uh, thanks for listening to the show. Seacrest out.